Hey, what's poppin', guys? Welcome to the Dillis Rays Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Alexander. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 15. The Season 2 finale is October 28th. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Delos underscore Reyes underscore podcast for daily content tournaments. And we have a bunch of different content coming your way. Yeah, and make sure you guys are staying healthy. Remember, Corona is still a thing. So wear your masks, hand sanitizers, and gloves if you like. But let's get into We Got Ice. Let's get started with the first topic of our finale with We Got Ice. So as far as injuries, we have Detroit Tigers starting pitcher Dario Aguzal. He'll have forearm injury. He'll be out until February of 2021. Two of the pitchers that will have the same fate as him will be from Seattle, the Mariners, and both leading pitchers, Taylor Gilbro and Gerson Bautista. The shoulder and elbow injury. Now, these guys all sound made up, but I promise you they're either on the 40-man roster or the 60-man taxi squad. We also have Houston... Astros leading pitcher Josh James with a hip injury, followed by the Padres leading pitcher Matt Strand with a knee injury and a finger injury to no other than Zach Wheeler, starting pitcher from the Phillies. Now, he had a similar finger injury. Don't know if it was the same finger during the season where he was trying to put on his pants, surprisingly enough, and he got injured. He got scratched from the lineup for one night, so who knows if it would be the same exact thing here. As far as COVID, we do have a case. He went 58 days without a positive case. And then Justin Turner happened. We're talking more about that later on in the episode. And that's when it leads to ups and downs. Detroit Tigers moved down after their Jorge Bonifacio to the AAA squad. The New York Mets designate for assignment after their Ryan Cordell. And the Seattle Mariners moved down relief pitcher Carl Edwards Jr. to AAA. All in all, we got a bunch of crazy moves that aren't crazy as someone getting signed, but are giving us an insight on what these teams want to do coming this offseason. Yeah. We have a lot of stuff coming our way. You know what that sound is? It's time for Alexander's Fun Fact of the Day. Now, on August 4th in 1983, during a game between the Yankees and the Blue Jays in Toronto, the Yankees right fielder Dave Winfield was warming up in between innings, you know how they usually do, and he threw a ball that actually hit and killed a seagull. Wow. Now, after the game, the fans screamed and were hurling objects at him for his foul act, and police officials arrested Dave Winfield. They charged him for cruelty to animals. Well, he posted a bond and was the charges were dropped, but... um. That prompted the uh, Yankees manager, Billy Martin, to say, they say Winfield hit that bird on purpose. They wouldn't say that if they saw some of the throws he made all year. <laughs> Shows you. Yeah, maybe his manager thought he wasn't too good. Yeah. Let's get down to the brass tacks and nitty-gritty of the season finale of Season 2 of the Dallas Rays podcast. We'll start off with some of the more positive news Chicago White Sox manager, we saw that he was fired, I think about a month ago, and we got someone that's going to be one of the top choices to replace him. It's no other than former three-time World Series champion as a manager, six-time NL and AL pennant champion, four-time manager of the year, Tony La Russa. Now, this guy has been with the Oakland A's organization, he's been with the Cardinals organization, and the White Sox. He's won 
many games with each organization. He's gone from 1979 to 2011, 33 years of experience, eight for the White Sox, the team he's looking to go with, 10 for the Athletics, and 16 with the Cardinals. So he's seen the baseball, the whole game of baseball yeah. develop through many decades. And this, this guy's electric. Yeah, right? he I mean, has a lot of experience, and he's good for that young team that they have. They have a lot of young guys, and maybe he could put the right pieces together. Yeah, because I know he actually he was in charge. I don't know if he still is of all the umpires and assigning them as far as playoff experience to who gets World Series, NLCS, ALCS, stuff like that. So he obviously knows how to put people in the right position. So I think making him Chicago White Sox manager, like you said, with these young guys, mm-hmm. it's gonna pay off. Yeah, uh, we're gonna be talking about Mookie Betts. Uh, he talked to David Ortiz after the World Series game last night, and he says he thought it was going to be a Red Sox for life. Mookie Betts um, was a stud player. He helped out the Dodgers a lot. And he was telling Big Poppy that he did, genuinely thought he would stay in Boston and he wouldn't get traded or, or wouldn't get picked up of free agency or anything. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think everyone thought Mookie Betts was going to be a go-getter. Everyone thought that he was going to be a long-time Boston Red Sox, just like he told Big Poppy. And you got people like that, like David Wright for the Mets, um, Salvador Perez for the Royals. Like, they're just, you, you have a feeling that they're not going to leave the team if they have the choice. Yeah. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it on their own terms. He was traded. Traded mm-hmm. by the Red Sox. The Red Sox saw, saw more of a future in Verdugo. the players that they took back, Verdugo, and I think Maybe a couple of the prospects I can't right. even think of the name of, yeah. which honestly isn't that good on their part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't know the prospects off the top of your head, it means they probably weren't that good to start with. Yeah. But we're going to talk about Mookie Betts. That's World Series game right there. So we're going to talk about the couple records that were broken throughout the World Series. So besides Randy Orozarena, we'll talk about a little bit about all the records that he broke. <laughs> that guy's outstanding. Stud. His teammate G-Man Choi is actually the first Korean-born player to get a hit in the World Series. It, it's, yeah. it surprised me that no one has been able to do it. It's taking so long for that to happen. But the game's about diversifying. Mm-hmm. And now we're unifying together as one big baseball community from all over the world. And he's just proving you don't have to. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to do it. And then, of course, Randy Rosarena. Yeah. MLB, all-time hits in one postseason. He leads it with 27. He also leads the most home runs in one postseason with nine. Now it sucks he was on the losing side of or losing ball club of the World Series, but this guy did really nice, especially yeah. in the postseason. Like we talked about, he had COVID. He came back, I think the yeah. second ladder of the season, comes back, has an outstanding postseason board. And now you can only look up from here. Mm. This guy's going to come out next year with his boots. There's going to be his thing, his cowboy boots. He's going to be ready to go. Yeah. But let's talk about more about that game. Uh, Tampa Bay lost to the Dodgers 3-1. to one. Um, They both were even with hits at 5. It shows you that the Tampa Bay, they weren't able to get their hits when they had people on base or when they mm-hmm. had the people in the crucial spots, and the Dodgers were able to, or they were able to hit the home run with bets. Um, but the win goes to Victor Gonzalez of the Dodgers, and the loss goes to Nick Anderson of the Rays. And the save goes to Julio Urias of the Dodgers. And Kevin Cash, he took out Snell after a six-inning gem. 
Only yeah, seventy. Well, he couldn't even pitch six innings. It was five point one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, five point one innings. I feel like he could have gone maybe seven or eight, and it could have helped him out a little bit more. I wouldn't say eight. I mean, honestly, I would say this: since his postseason ball is your last game, we're gonna have the extra juice. He could probably go hundred innings, not in innings, uh, pitches. pitches. <laughs> so I would, I would put him around maybe almost finishing seven, six point two. I mean, I, I really I would have kept them a lot longer, but I don't know about eight innings. I would be pushing it, especially during a World Series game when you need to win. You yeah. to have the best bullpen, and uh-huh. it just didn't. Have somehow, the best bullpen in baseball lost to one of the worst base bullpens in baseball. Yeah, uh, the LA Dodgers won their first World Series since 1988. So congrats to them. They've been Spoiler grinding. Alert. They've been grinding. <laughs> yeah, they've really been grinding, and hey, I ended up doing it. Uh, let's talk about the home runs that game, though. Rosarena, like you said, has been elite and has been slamming the ball. He had a home run first inning. He was like, I'm going to start early. And Betts also hit a home run, like I said before. And I would like to point out that this is the only NBA MLB combo as far as the Los Angeles Lakers and now the Los Angeles Dodgers to win the same year. The last time this happened, 1988. Oh. The same exact teams this is some chicago cubs calling the world series kind of stuff like this is insane yeah but if you want to talk about insane stuff i was talking with a lot of colleagues about this and mm-hmm. it's riled up the sports world for sure this is why we left it for last we don't know if you guys know a lot about it but we know a lot about it. we did our research to make sure we knew a lot of the topic because it's a little controversial justin turner you may know him as the leprechaun met he did pretty nice his first couple seasons and after that, they're like, well, he, he's all right. And then all of a sudden, he's on the Dodgers. Picks up a probably a stone in his career. Does really well. But that's not what we're talking about today. Justin Turner, the third baseman for the Dodgers. You, you also might have known him from the beginning of the postseason. He was catching heat for kicking the ball. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was during the World Series or if that was NLCS, but I know it was really recent. But this time, I think it's a lot worse. So and we got our... Actual sources from Ken Rosenthal. Now, this guy works for ESPN. He's one of the most resourceful people at ESPN, especially for MLB. He rarely reports wrong things. And now he was a third guy that I saw. Just like that, I was like, one, two, three. As soon as the game was ending, I was getting notifications blowing up my phone. And I had to check and make sure that this was right. So, without further ado, according to Ken Rosenthal of ESPN, Justin Turner tested positive two times. Justin Turner tested positive two times. Before last night's World Series Game 6 game. Yikes. So now on top of that, well, everyone's watching the game. We don't know what's happening, right? Eighth inning, he gets pulled out. We're like, uh, okay. All right, that didn't make sense at all. Then we get a little news. I think it was that, I don't know if it was, uh, we definitely got taken out in the eighth. But I don't know if it was the bottom of the eighth or the top of the ninth where we got the notification saying Justin Turner tested positive for COVID. That's all that the headline said. There was no news underneath it. As the game developed, more news came out. So he again, he's played, taken on the field in the eighth inning. So apparently the Dodgers asked him not to celebrate if they won the game when they took him out. He told him not to. He still came out with his wife with a mask, the championship t-shirt, and he celebrated, and no one stopped him. Yeah, and he even went as far as taking off his mask during the team photo. Exactly. It's like, dude, yeah, he's like 36, 37 years old. And I, when I was looking maybe like a month ago about like the top free agents of baseball, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe 
Maybe he might prove himself. Maybe he'll go to a different team if he doesn't win the World Series here. This is when I was under the impression that the Rays were going to win it, right? Rays in six. And when you do stuff like that as a GM, I wouldn't. I would not sign him. No. I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you're as good as Juan Soto when you're 36 years old or you're 19. I'm not going to sign you. That If you're willing to go against my word like that on, like on live TV in front of uh-huh. millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people, it, I think it's terrible what he did. It is. Honestly, like, how do you... So, like, we can only assume that Justin Turner and the Dodgers were both lying and he was allowed to play. Yeah, at the beginning. They need to be punished for this. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. It isn't. I'm not saying that this because the Rays could have won the game. Yeah. I don't care about that. I'll yeah. be honest with you. That's not the part that I care about. The part I care about is that there's all those people now that possibly could have COVID and could be yeah. infected. Like uh-huh. that's not okay. We don't really players touching the ball. Like yeah. I know. Yeah, you throw you throw a ball away after like it touches the dirt, mm-hmm. but that ball is being used. He's touching a bat. The bat boy's touching the bat. It's going exactly. to the dugout. It's may go to the other there's dugout. There's also people, there's, yeah, the bat boys get paid. There's equipment managers. They get yeah. paid to go through all their gear. And mm-hmm. sometimes you got to clean it. Like, yeah. That's not okay for then he just him to go against it. Or the Dodgers go against whoever. Yeah, they're going against MLB rules. Regardless, this, regardless if the Dodgers say, oh, Justin Turner did it. We can do nothing about it. No, no, you, you chose Mm-hmm. You cho- by choosing to not do anything, you did that was something. more than enough. Yeah. You did something. You let him act on. I don't even know. I would. I would just say dumb, like stupidity. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, yeah, we save that for last because I. I don't think. Honestly, if you didn't get signed with the Dodgers, who's gonna take him? Yeah. After he doesn't idea. act like that, because at first, at first, I was like, well, at his age, he's kind of like Howie Kendrick. Mm-hmm. But like minus a couple years, he's basically Howie Kendrick from a couple years ago. Now, he could go to a team like the Nationals. That's what I was thinking. I was like, they're going to want to pay another old guy. Come and play third base or play first base or second, and he's going to do the job decently, and he has a decent bat. After this, I don't know how many teams are going to be calling, it, calling, calling his, name. his name. But maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he only wanted the One World Series championship. He's like, oh, all right, well, screw it. I'm good. Ready to go. You never know. We don't know. We don't know what's inside the mind, man. But let's end on a positive note because it is the season finale, right? Yes. So we want to... Like, take you, wow, we've been through, what, 15 weeks of mm. the MLB regular season and postseason, right? 15 weeks, guys. One episode a week. And you guys were, were there with us. Yeah, the whole The time. whole journey. Season one, we grinded during the quarantine starting in April until we found out, hey, guys, look, MLB is going to have an actual season. We got super hyped. You know, you guys got super hyped. The season comes around. We have season two of our podcast, even more electric. Once a week, we give you guys the recap, and we plan to keep on giving you that amazing content and improving on what we've done so far. Yes. So we want to thank you from the bottom of our heart so much for being a part of this baseball journey and the conclusion of Season 2. Do you know anything you want to say? Uh-huh. I just want to say thank you guys for being along with us. Definitely been one hell of a ride. Didn't think it would go this far, but be ready, because two weeks, we are coming out with Season 3. And it's going to be a little bit more spicy this time. Yeah. You guys are going to be seeing us talk about it. It's going to be like a live talk show. It's going to be video podcasting. Vodcasting. As, vo- yeah, vodcasting. As they loved it. Um, you guys hopefully will love it. We are going to love doing it. I'm going to be looking yeah. forward to recording every time. Yeah. November 18th. Save the date. That is November 18th. Make sure to follow our Instagram if you aren't already at Delos underscore Rays underscore podcast. This time I did not mess up. 
the tag at the end. Very yeah. proud of myself there. Clap it up. Clap Again, it up. thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you in two weeks.